0: Oh Bon Bonjourno Buona Giornata Hey Sawadi Buendia everyone I'm your host Salome Jacobs and I'm delighted to introduce you to my Into the Garden podcast. That ethereal presence to feel ignited relax. Rejuvenated, moved and inspired. Tune in for a reflection on deep, insightful, delightful, inspired soul poetry. Connect with soul sisters popping in for soul poetry, couch talk, real life stories, testimonies, motivational inspirations, parables, interviews, up and coming events and much more. So pop on over for time out to relax unwind and connect, send a voice message, invite a friend or two, share and like this podcast on Facebook under Shasti Cecilia, Instagram, into the garden. that will inspire you to live your best life and become the best you, super, sassy, vibrant you. Thank you for sharing, tuning in and popping on over for a delightful soul poetry soirée. today it's the weekend yes so welcome to into the garden I'm your host Salome Jacob so nice of you to join me yes head into the garden especially today the weather a bit cloudy with a bit of Sun but no matter how you feel no matter the mood no matter the emotion you are alive And that is all that matters. So welcome to Into the Garden. And thank God that you are alive. That you can wake up in the morning. You can breathe. You can smile. You can say how you feel. So thank you. For Into the Garden is where you find inspiration. It's where you find parables, it's where you find spoken word, it's where you find that inspiration that you need, that get up and go feel, if you know what I mean. Where hearts are mended, lives restored, you and I are connected with so much more. So on this breezy but somewhat sunny day, filled with cheer for you and me, you are restored. You are rejuvenated, you are revived with glee. So join me for a time of reflection, a time of drawing nigh, a time of pondering and expecting to hear from the Lord. A time when we walk with the Lord, receive from the Lord, talk to the Lord and patiently wait upon the Lord. For in this beautiful garden is stillness. It's sereneness, it's sublimeness, Is that achingness? it's that yearning that says, here yeah, am I. The peacefulness that simply attracts you and I. So, soul poetry, soul reflections, soul meditations, soul stories to astound into the garden encapsulates the beauty of that ethereal presence that illuminating presence that omnipresence that says come on over sassy soul I got you yes so if you're looking for hope inspiration a change of heart a change of mood you've come to the right place so to each and every hero and listen out there Come on over where the father simply loves you and sassy soul sisters can't wait to receive you, welcome you, and applaud you. Into the garden. The we'll lineup today. Come what may, on the somewhat chilly, nipping-the-air day, so soulful and insightful, delightful, not a complaining day after all, for indeed, yes, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it, isn't it? So no matter how you feel, or how I feel, happy-go-lucky or crappy, being with family is all that matters indeed. Well, I have a short soul story. And joining me today, yes, a beautiful guest, sassy soul sister, Carol Schultz. But a bit more of that a bit later, for indeed I am sure that you too feel and sense the joy of the Lord. So again, quickly dash off to the kitchen for a refreshing, decadent cup of tea or coffee. Then simply, without any hesitation, without any reservation, make haste to join me for a weekend of soulful sassiness and a word that will excite you, a word that will penetrate you, a word that is meant just for you. So once again wherever you are Join me this weekend on Into the Garden. And the title today, Story is Change. It was something that was written not so long ago, in fact two days ago, mind you. And the inscription reads as follows, she could feel the change of seasons coming to her life. Change, are you sassy ready? (laughs) What does change look like? Does anyone know? Can you just adapt to change just like that? Or is there a process in the brain that starts to accept the deep changes from outside and from within. On a day such as today, cold, wet, rainy, windy, come what may, there's most certainly a change in the air, wouldn't you say? With nuts of winds, high waves escalating and going over pouring bridges and skies, this allows you and me to see that changes not only begins with you and me but with the God creator of all things so as I was sharing with the dear sassy friend that changes is about God after all changes in the wind changes in the rain changes in the way we do things and changes turning our hearts back to him changes in lands changes in exchange changes in all the unexplained offerings he brings and if you look at it it's in this phenomenal season of unexplained things that the stirring of this and that brings So prepare yourself for a wave of experience, a wave of coming out, a wave of, hey, I never knew I could do that, a wave of changes to bring satisfaction to you and me, the super extraordinary straight from the treasure chest of God, you see. So welcome in the new change for changes most certainly there will be. And so it is, so shall it be. And this was written the 8th of July 2021, you see. guess carol schultz and you know normally on a friday we have sassy soul friend of god and it seems like it's good enough even for today because carol schultz shares with you and me today life's woes And in this collection I will say this this word the spoken word it's sharpening you and me in areas that we can learn from that we need to take heed of we need to listen to this word and to write it on the tablet of our hearts because today yes It's going local with one of our very own so my surprise guest as i said in the opening is none other than carol schultz she's embracing you and me with this spoken word a deep word and a word that you know we really really need to adhere to she's a working mama she has a lovely demeanor A ray of sunshine So up next And the next voice you will hear is that of Sassy soul Carol Schultz Sharpening you are made today So stay tuned stay connected But quickly dash off to the kitchen for another decadent of cu- A cup of tea or coffee, whatever you prefer. Then make haste and join May.
1: Greetings. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour, my name is Carol Scholz, beloved daughter of the Most High God. Wow, it's nice to be back, it's been a while. Yes, it's been a while, but all I can say, God has been busy behind the scenes putting things in place. And I hope that this message that I've been given to share unto you, you will take heart of it, go with it, as it can change lives. Yes, it can change lives. The title of this message that that I'm sharing with you is The first woe is past. Two other woes are yet to come. Be blessed, beloved. Wow. What a morning. So profound. Oh, oh, oh. I was listening to... um, a recording that was forwarded to me about um a 13 year old uh a girl that um sent out a prophecy that um at through a dream um that Jesus uh appeared you know and, and Whereby she and her mom fell on their knees and uh, they started travailing and interceding after hearing what he was saying, and they were saying that uh, he's coming, his time is now, he's coming. And the 13-year-old girl pleaded with him, "Not now, Lord, not now. The people are not ready." And, and she started travailing and interceding for people. And Jesus repeated to her that his time is now, is coming. And what I want to share with you, wow, out of listening to this and, and sitting and, 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 and weighing this up and, and knowing the times that we're in and my own personal time with God. And, and <laughs> this morning, actually, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Out of this, the Lord gave me Revelations 9, that I have to share with the people Revelations 9, which I got now this morning (laughs) after hearing this recording just before 10 now this morning on the 10th of July 2021. What makes it so profound and what stands out here (laughs) <laughs> of Revelations 9 verse 12 it says the first woe is past to other woes are yet to come and while I'm saying this and why I'm saying this is so profound is because this morning while I was busy with my time with the Lord and talking to the Lord and praying to the Lord and then at 7 just after 7 this morning also the 10th of July 2021, it was dropped in my spirit and I wrote it down and and I want to share this with the people and it's part of God and I and <laughs> you won't believe this. <laughs> the title of what I penned this morning that filled my spirit and I penned it and the title is Life's Woes. Yeah, so profound, that reading now, few hours later after listening to a voice recording, and the Lord is giving me Revelations 9 to share with you. Wow, wow, wow. It's amazing. It's so profound how God works in line and what he wants people to know. That uh, irrespective of whether you a believer can also shall, shall I put it this way, irrespective of whether you saved or born again or an unbeliever in whichever form you can put it, whether you reject God in occultic ways in witchcraft and sorcery practices, or where you just lukewarm and not interested in Doing anything. Whether you're an atheist or whether you're a cult follower, does not matter. Since last year, 2020, the world was shaken. The year of the twins, 2020, the world was shaken with the coronavirus and COVID-19. They came in pairs and that pairs is splitting up into different variants and bringing more fear into people. Yet people are not turning from their bad ways. They are still not repenting. They are still not searching God. They are still not <laughs> travailing. Oh, They are still not on the trading floor. They must go on to the trading floor. They must prevail. Do not let you be part of... Do not let you be the chef. When God shakes it. You will just blow away with the wind. God is warning us. God is saying this to us. That irrespective of where we find us in Christ or not in Christ. He is coming. And he wants me to share this Revelations 9 with the people, with the nations. And I shall be doing that. I shall be doing that. I will be obedient to God. I shall be obedient to God. And a lot of people will probably think, What platform are you using to say this is already doom and gloom? Yeah, even this message sounds like doom and gloom, but this message will save you, will save you and your family, will save you just as Rahab was saved by putting the scarlet rope, ribbon, a window for the angels of death to see that she's favored by God and that they should not harm her, her household, and the generations to come. So Revelations 9 can save you. God is saying this is what is going to be done, and nothing can change it, but you can change your life and be part of the kingdom of God. So come to the altar of God. Come to the place where your praise and your travailing is mixed with the incense that it reaches God's nostrils in his throne room. That through the blood of Jesus Christ, you will be redeemed. Hearken unto this message. Hearken with haste. Jesus is coming. And I pray that you put on your full armor of Christ as is in Ephesians 6. The
2: full armor.
1: The full armor. The Lord be with you. God bless. Yes, my beloved, yes. Revelations 9, verse 1, from verse 1. The fifth angel sounded his trumpet and I saw a star that had fallen from the sky to the earth. The star was given the key to the shaft of the abyss. When he opened the abyss, smoke rose from it like the smoke from a gigantic furnace. The sun and the moon were darkened by the smoke from the abyss. And out of the smoke locusts came down upon the earth and were given power like that of scorpions of the earth. They were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any plant or tree, but only those people who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. They were not given power to kill them, but only to torture them for five months, and the agony they suffered was like that of the sting of a scorpion when it strikes a man. During those days, men will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die, but death will elude them. The locusts looked like horses prepared for battle. On their heads they wore something like crowns of gold, and their faces resembled human faces. Their hair was like woman's hair, and their teeth were like lion's teeth. They had breastplates like breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings were like the thundering of many horses and chariots rushing into battle. They had tails and stings like scorpions, and in their tails they had power to torment people for five months. They had as king over them the angel of the abyss, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek, Apollyon. The first woe is past. The two other woes are yet to come. The sixth angel sounded, sounded his trumpet, and I heard a voice coming from the horns of the golden altar that is before God. It said to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, "Release the four angels who are bound at the great river efforts. and the four angels who have been kept ready for this very hour and day and month and year were released." to kill a third of mankind. The number of the mounted troops were 200 million. I heard their number. The horses and riders I saw in my vision looked like this. Their breastplates were fury red, dark blue, and yellow as sulphur. The heads of the horses resembled the heads of lions, and out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and sulfur. A third of mankind was killed by the three plagues of fire, smoke, and sulfur that came out of their mouths. The power of the horses were in their mouths and in their tails, for their tails were like snakes having heads with which they inflict injury. The rest of mankind that were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the work of their hands. They did not stop worshipping demons and idols of gold. They silver, bronze, stone and wood, idols that cannot be seen or heard or walk. To put it this way, I'll repeat it. I'll repeat Revelations 9.20. The rest of mankind that were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the work of of their hands. They did not stop worshipping demons and idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone and wood. Idols that cannot see or hear or walk. Nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts, their sexual immorality or their thefts. Yes, this is what the Lord is saying. Even though man, certain portion of man, was saved, they still didn't repent. So my plea unto you is this, beloved people of God, for you and your families that were saved, born again or not saved, please tell them to put on new garments, to take off the filthy garments, And this can be done by accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, who took all the sins of the world upon him so that we can have direct access to the throne room of God. So my plea unto you is this. Repent. 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 Let go of life's woes and know that you are his. I will share with you what I spoke about earlier in the message about how profound God is in the title of mine when I had my quiet time with God that I pinned down, it was dropped in my spirit. The title was Life's Woes. No matter what, God can save you. And this is what I want to share with you, the title of my my encouragement, my soul poetry, as you can say, to encourage you all. With the title of Life Flows, it says, Though the river were turbulent, Though the sharp rocks caused deep cuts and bruises, though the rapids try to swallow, though the terrifying sound echoes, though panic and fear writ, in the midst of this I called out his name, Jesus. He sent his angels to the rescue to lift me up and gently place me upon the rock. And as I lay exhausted and gasping for breath, He took me in his arms and rocked me to and fro. He whispered softly, all is good. I am with you. I will never leave you, neither forsake you. You may, though you may grow weak and weary, though you may falter and stumble with last words, my strength will carry you and refresh you. My love will comfort you and reassure you that you are mine. So, beloved, this is what I want to say unto you. Repent of your ways, no matter if you think there's no hope for you. The things that you've done, there is no forgiveness for you. No, my friend, through Jesus Christ. All things are possible. Nothing is impossible with God. If he can take a soul, blind him of the things that he, that he was doing, murdering people's God's people, the followers of Christ, God turned his heart with the love that he had for Saul, and he became poor. So how much more can God do for you? You are his. Repent, become part of the kingdom of God that we can pray people through, that we can know that he finds us worthy. Be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. God be with you.
2: time with
3: disciples come to him tired he does not say go away from me and get yourself together come back and then I can use you he says come away with me my 38 year old cousin 38 four small children the day is coming and you don't know the day or the hour Neither do I when we're going to have to stand before Him and give an account for how we handled what He had entrusted to us. I'm asking you tonight, how are you handling your assignment? Because young women, if you think that you're young because of your age, listen to me, if you're 20 but you only have till 30, you're pretty old. If you're 50 and you're gonna live until 100, then you're pretty young. Age is just a number, my friend, and you and I cannot qualify young or old based based on our, our birth date. It's based on our death date, and since we don't know when that day is, that I implore you, sisters, by the mercies of God, to walk in a manner worthy of the calling by which you have been called. Because listen, I don't know about y'all, but when I see him face to face, I'm looking for a well done. I'm looking for well done. When I see him, he will not ask me how many Instagram followers I had. He will not wonder whether or not folks liked my post. He will not be interested in whether or not my selfies were perfectly lit. He will ask me, did I know his son? And then I will give an account So the disciples, they come and they give an account to Jesus. I wondered if there was a recipe for effective ministry. Because if these guys were willing to come and look Jesus in his face and give an account, I figured there might be a recipe for us for effective ministry. I'm interested. Anybody interested? There are three ingredients to the recipe. Luke chapter 9, verse 1, it says, He called them. He called them and His calling superseded any personal ambition that they had. They laid down whatever they were going to do because they heard the call of God beckoning them to do something else. The beautiful thing about that entire picture is that all of the glory of God the Father All of the glory of heaven was packaged in human flesh. Jesus wanted so much, God the Father wanted so much to make sure that He could speak and so that humanity could hear that He left His throne in glory, put on flesh so that the disciples could hear His call. And in the same way, He has given us the Holy Spirit so that each and every one of us have the privilege to hear the calling of God on our lives the conviction, the unction, the pressing, the fire that is shut up in your bones, sending you in a particular direction. Heed the call of God on your lives. Then they were not just called. I love so much that before he skips to the third uh, ingredient in the recipe, sending them, I love that before we get to the third one, there's that second one. He did not just call, but then he gave them power and authority. It means that what he was calling them to do, he was simultaneously equipping them with supernatural power to be able to pull it off. So it's good news for anybody in the room that you feel like you've got a dream that is way over your head. You've been called to do something you don't have the money for, you don't have the time for, you don't have the patience for, you don't have the gifting for, you don't have the talent for, you don't have the connections for. The good thing and the great thing about our God is that He does not call people who are already equipped. He calls you. And then for the people that say yes, He equips them with what they need for the calling. He entrusted them with power and authority. And can I tell you why this is important? This is important because in order to accomplish supernatural tasks, you have to have supernatural capacity. In other words, you can be the most talented person in the world, but if you go in your own strength and power you still won't be able to accomplish the God calling on your life. It requires what it is that only God himself can give to you to accomplish the task. Ooh, the enemy hopes you will go in your own power. He hopes you will think you are flashy enough and savvy enough and talented enough and impressive enough so that you will no longer lean on God instead of leaning to your own understanding. But it is not by power and it is not by might. It is by the Spirit of God. And some trust in horses. Other folks trust in chariots, but not us. We trust in the name of the Lord our God. So he called them and then he entrusted them. He gave them some treasure and then he sent them. He's the one who did the sending. Resist the urge to send yourself to do something that it is not yet time for. Because just as important as our calling is, that is equally as important as the timing is in which that calling is outworked in our lives. And if you go too soon, you might if — you, if you give birth too soon, to that which God is trying to produce through you, you might abort what it is that he's trying to accomplish in you, the spiritual backbone, the fortification that he was trying to establish in you so that you could handle the spotlight when it hits you because listen, that spotlight that you may be craving, if it hits you and you have no character, it will burn you to a crisp. So he called them. He entrusted them. He sent them out and they returned to him and gave an account. They were tired. The disciples had been given it everything they had. And I know there are some of you in the room and you would admit that you haven't done it perf- perfectly. But man, you've sure been purposeful. You've been intentional about this marriage. You've been giving it everything you've got. You've been intentional about that teenager. You've been giving that kid everything you've got. This toddler that has this specific bent or this specific issue that you've been doing everything you can going to see every expert that you can, reading everything that you can to be the best that you can. As a mother, single mother, you've been giving it everything that you've got, working the jobs that you've got to work to keep food on the table. You've been giving that business, that ministry, that endeavor, everything that you have, and you, the disciples are tired. The good news about Jesus is that when the disciples come to him tired, he does not say, go away from me and get yourself together. Come back and then I can use you. He says, come away with me. In other words, listen, the cure for your exhaustion is intimacy with Jesus. That's the cure, y'all. I'm saying, I agree. Take the holiday. Take the vacation. Tell them you need a little sabbatical. You got to step back for just a little bit. You need a little margin in your life. Take the holiday, but don't take a holiday from Jesus. Don't take the sabbatical from your relationship with the Lord. Prayer shouldn't exit your schedule because these are your rest days. You still need to be the deer that pants after the water. Your soul has still got to be replenished and can only be replenished when you have intimacy with Him. And You're trying to figure out, Lord. You told me that I was going to be replenished. You told me that I was going to be refreshed. You told me that you had something that you wanted to give to me. Why would you take me here to this place where I'm being pressed down by a multitude of issues and concerns and frustrations? There's something overwhelming me that is bigger than what I feel like I have the capacity to handle. Why would you bring me here? This tells us that the story of the feeding of the 5,000 is not just about the 5,000. It's also about the disciples. It's not just about the multitude getting fed. It's about the disciples being fed physically, spiritually, emotionally. And it tells us that the five loaves and the two fish are the gift to the multitude. But it's the multitude that's the gift to the disciples. Because the multitude is what's going to make them have to finally open up their drawer, pull out the treasure that they would have otherwise ignored, place it in the hands of a multiplying master who's going to show them what it looks like when he takes their little bit and makes it a lot. There is no replenishing like watching God multiply your loaves and fish.
4: At TBN, our mission is to use every available means to reach as many individuals and families as possible with the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ.
3: Thank you for helping make the gospel of grace go around the world.
0: Without you, we couldn't do it. God bless you. I pull that, pull that, singing while
4: I pull that. in and the song leader
3: would go like this What, what was that? What
4: was that
3: move right there? Yeah, Gloria Did you guys sing these coritos in El Salvador? Be a mic. What are we doing? Come on now. So we would sing. Uh, you know what? Take it to seed, Kevin. Okay. We never had a black guy in the church, though, so it would have just been a hard seed. Just.
2: No, adios, yeah. grande como tú. Yeah.
4: como tú sí. no
2: Okay. We used to sing. Alabare, ay, Alabare,
4: ay. Alabare, 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 Alabare,
3: Sing this at PCC. A- absolutely. And and Poppy was the worship leader, right? He
4: absolutely was.
3: Papi, you are our worship leader, right? Yes. Sometimes. Yes.
4: Que puede salvar al pecado.
0: You. A huge thank you to Carol Schultz for sharing that spoken word. It's so relevant. The first woe is past, two other woes are yet to come. A word that maybe stings, maybe cuts, but a word that is so needed in these desperate times that we are finding ourselves in. So we can't be complacent, but we have to take heed to a word beneficial to you and me. So a hearty thank you to you, Carol Schultz, for that word indeed. And then, of course, to you, the hearer and the listener. Your neck of the woods, tuning in, sharing with friends and family and neighbors. I thank you. And if you are celebrating a birthday today, or even yesterday, happy birthday to you. Perhaps a wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary to you, too. And who knows? Perhaps there's some good news spreading in the air congratulations to you too perhaps you you bought your first car a home a baby shower who knows whatever it is perhaps god has blessed you or helped you to be a blessing to others that alone should say to you and me that God is still on the throne he's still fighting your battles he's still supplying your and my very need and so if there are people out there surprising you surprising me out of the ordinary that's God supporting you cheering you and being there for you so we salute him today we salute God we say thanks be to God for indeed the many gems he surprises you with, the many nuggets he surprises you with and especially a spoken word that will penetrate your heart and your mind this day. So to each and everyone out there thank you for joining me today because I could not have done this without you and and I'd like to note if there's anyone out there that have lost loved ones. Our deepest condolences to you and your family too. So from me, Salome Jacobs. The author of You Don't Know, the cast of my Best box, and of course the Mom with Many Hats signing off. Sayonara, disvidinia, adios, Novidinia, au revoir, farewell, guli Maya Salamati, Gavashti, Lagon, Taijian, Salamat, Tinggal. I say thank you and I salute you too. So wherever you are near or far, to the home base carers, thank you. To the many frontline workers, we salute you too and to those doing prison ministries. We salute you to and say thank you and to each and every sassy soul out there making a difference, big or small. It's for the kingdom and you ought to be implored and applaud for God sees and he knows the means. So from May once again, Salome Jacobs. Thank you for listening, thank you for sharing the podcast. And stick stick around, stay tuned for tomorrow is super soulful Sunday. Take care, blessings and success to you and yours. From me into the garden, Salome Jacobs and the Lord.
4: all understanding. Offer up to God Oh God We offer up to you Our prayers Like incense Of worship to you Cause you are worthy And you're worthy And you will answer us You will hear us from heaven You will hear from heaven And you will answer us